Hi, hi. Welcome to Review That Review. We are the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, mm-hmm. only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, mm-hmm. we rate and review those hilarious, mm-hmm. scathing, and sometimes suspicious mm-hmm. online reviews. That's Chelsea Dawn. And that's Trey Gerald. And together, we are the Review Queens. <laughs> A nice royal hello to all of our Patreon members. If you haven't joined our Patreon yet, you might as well go over to patreon.com slash review that review and do it today. Go ahead and do it or go to our website, reviewthatreview.com. Click that Patreon button and there you are. Click, click, chick. Click, click. Chelsea Goose. Yeah. How's your week going? My week is going, you know, well, it's it's officially like end of summer, yep. you know, and I always get this like feeling it's it's not quite like the New Year's feeling with the resolutions, but I do get that like anxiety of like, all right, you know, I'm not going back to school or anything like that, but it's like better get your act together. I you know. know, do you have that like same Feeling, I just love the summer so much that I think when it when I feel it ending, like Labor Day is coming, you know, like I know that the end is near. It just makes me like sad and feel like I gotta button up my cardigan or something. I do. It is funny because even though I'm not in a school situation any longer, I do feel a sense of excitement when it becomes summer. And when summer is ending, I do have that sense of longing. Even though I would say that fall is my absolute favorite time of year, I do have that sense of like, oh, like a sense of fun chapter is closing or something. In this conversation, though, it's funny because we went on a walk and we took our dogs and we found this little area of the Palisades that had a little like dog beach area and it had a bunch of like stony rocks and stuff. And we were the only people there. And so we were walking them and it's been really touching to see Hunter coming out of his shell, becoming very confident. You know, this is the dog that we rescued who had been very clearly abused and he was like a monster on the rocks. He was like so brave. Wow. Like we saw this whole other side of this little dog. Amazing. And it really is just very wonderful to see what is possible when people, people, when things <laughs> are encouraged and nurtured and given a new yes. opportunity in life and supported and loved. And I love that little dog so much. And just seeing him be so brave and leading the pack. And it was really Really That's rewarding. So and sweet. Nice. I'm happy for a little hunty. I know. What a good boy. Yeah. That's so good to hear it. I mean, speaking of nurturing mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you get an Instagram ad every once in a while that leads you down a road that like actually feels good. And I feel like it's too soon to say, really, because I haven't mm-hmm. like gone down the whole thing, but you know, I've been trying, it's like summer's ending, I've been trying to take better care of myself, go to the doctor, get everything together. And I want to like have a 
more mindful attitude around food and be like more intentional and less wasteful and all that. And I got an ad on Instagram for this app called Intent. Have you heard of this app? No, but I'm probably going to get ads now. Oh, Intent, Intent. So Intent... I already like used it once and I'm like obsessed. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a free trial right now. So I'll like report back and see how it works for me. But basically you answer all these questions that are like very easy and like, like pictures. It just, they make it very simple. It doesn't feel like a daunting, like school process. Like it's just a little like quiz and you answer questions about like, what kind of food do you like to eat? Do you have any food that you don't like to eat? how how experienced of a cook are you are you like a very beginner chef are you more experienced like how much time do you have what's what's like most important to you basically when you're feeding yourself Mm -hmm. uh, with intention right and so you answer all these questions and then questions about like your cuisine the cuisines of choice and whatever and what is your goal like do you want to lose weight do like you're just trying to be a little healthier whatever your goal is and then they like pop out a meal plan for you With like really amazing, delicious recipes that are super easy to cook and don't, for me, like, you know, diet's a little bit of a triggering word. So like the recipes don't feel diety, but I can see how there's like nutrition and intention behind the meal. And then they give you a shopping list at the end of it. And they're like, so what's your shopping day going to be? So like if my shopping day is today, then they're like, all right, we're not going to give you like meals for today. We're going to give you the shopping list. You said you were going to shop on Monday. So like here's all the ingredients that you need to buy for the meals for the week. And then every single day it's recipes and you can like for me, I don't I'm just like cooking for myself most of the time. So I don't mind leftovers. So you can say like I'm good with leftovers. And then maybe they only give you like two variations of recipes to cook that week. And you like can repeat eating them for dinner or whatever it is. But ah, I'm loving this so far. I haven't, you know, put it into practice. But as an app and the psychology of the way that it brought me through and the reviews on Apple apps, very high. I I have high hopes about this. And I was thinking specifically of you, Trey, when I was going through the process, because I know that your New Year's resolution and we're, you know, we're creeping up on uh, another New Year's before we know it was to cook more. And I think that, and I'm not getting paid for this at all, but I think that maybe this could be a good app for you because it really like holds your hand and it seems to give you recipes at your level. So you could say, you know, I'm a beginner. I love that. I've little tip. I've already looked it up on my phone. So there we go. Oh my God. Yay. Well, good. That was almost Royal Highnessy. Uh, you're right. But you know what? I but didn't want to make yet. it a Royal Highness yet because I still haven't tested it. I Heard. just really like whoever did the UX, like the user experience for the onboarding of this app, like A plus to you. Well, that's fun. And it does feel like a new chapter. So it's a great time to do that. I think I'm going to like do that instead of my complaint this week. It's just like do a little like uh, glow up. All right. Fair. You can make it. But I role. don't want to influence you. I want if you would like to complain I would love to hear anything you have to complain about, always. Sure. I, mean, I do think I would like to. Lodge a complaint. Today, I really need to lodge a complaint against any device that has spinning wheels and then the spinning wheel getting stuck or locked oh, or... Uh, like a luggage or something? Luggage is very guilty. This yeah. um, desk that I use has four spinning Ugh. wheels and sometimes one of the four will be sideways or like not facing the right direction or it will not be able to roll over my rug or 
my oh, like phone yeah. charger cord will be under it and Ugh. it just like stops. It also is really frustrating whenever you have a shopping cart and one of the wheels is like fakakta and it's like, and oh my you're God, like I hate the that. loud person in the grocery store. It's like, you have to go return the shopping cart. You can't be the yes. person that everyone's looking at. Gosh, I hate that. That's so funny that I got a grocery cart at like CVS because I was getting a bunch of stuff for my, my niece and my nephews. And I was like, Quick, quick, like creaking along, like down the carts. And they kept like turning to people and going, like, ah, you know, of course I got right. the bad cart. Like, I was like trying to make a whole shtick of it. And like half the people were like, why are you talking to me? But I was like self conscious about my squeaking. Yeah. It's just frustrating because you want it to all be in tandem and work. You don't want yeah. there to be something that's off. And then like getting stuck is very disorienting. Like, if you're like moving along and then all of a sudden like you can't like oh, it's very off-putting horrifying you know try maybe it's time for someone to reinvent the wheel <laughs> it's almost like i set you up for that joke and i didn't even it's realize like I you did, did. <laughs> um all right but really we got to do better i don't i don't know how we fix this problem other than to reinvent the wheel i mean it makes me think this is reminding me of last week's after show, but like, is that what an axle is? Like, cause you're a car wheel is not going to get stuck because they all are directional. Maybe right. it's the 360 wheels. That's when they get fakakta. Cause I also have my filing cabinet is on for little wheels, spinning wheels. Right. And sometimes those are like, not like structured. Right. And then you have to like, you have to put a lot of energy, like trying to get like, make it all in the right same direction. You know, it's just like, to, ugh, stop So it's it. time to reinvent the spinning wheel. It's the spinning wheel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever got gotten like luggage back at uh from the carousel and, and like, it one of work. your wheels is gone? Yes, I have. Yes. Like from them like throwing it out and then yes. you're like all of a sudden they got this three-wheeled monstrosity. Yeah, there, there's no way to function with that. No, it's terrible. It's too much pressure on one uh, wrist trying exactly. to push it in the <laughs> non-missing know. leg. Yeah. And we're trying to balance. No, it's so bad. <sighs> you got to pay like $8, get one of those cart things. No, I would never pay for that. Get out of here. I have. You've never paid for one of those like... Metal things? Car- no. Yeah. Wait, oh, okay. it's really $8? Yeah. To go from here to there? Well, I guess that's all Uber is, getting here to there. I'm talking about the shopping cart yeah, thing at yeah, the yeah, airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you it's like eight dollars. Slide out. It used to be five. Oh my! Do you know some? But of those? you know what you can do is you can go out, and as long as you try not to get caught, and you can go out to like where people are getting their taxis because they often leave them there when they're oh. done getting the taxis. Oh yeah! And then you can steal one. Not that I'm advising stealing, but you could rescue one. It's just sitting there. Okay, here's a funny thought process. That reminded me yeah. of like some grocery stores where you put in a quarter to get yeah, the shopping Aldi. cart. Yes, yeah. and then it goes back. Okay, which then reminded me, have you ever been to one of those grocery stores or Targets or Walmarts where you there's some sort of like underground barrier that the wheels stop working once you hit it so you can't steal their shopping carts? Yes. So that is the sensation so that I hate of these spinning wheels getting stuck. I hate that. Oh my god, I hate that. Like when you like get to the basically like where the metal detector things are. Yes. Like, it's did just you like steal stops. something and they just like stop moving. Oh, that's so weird. Yes. I mean, I get it, because people are animals and they, they don't return the cart, but Yeah. <sighs> Man. Joe you know in the South, we call those buggies a shopping buggy. 
Yeah, my mom calls them something. Recently, we were just talking about it that she calls it. Oh, God, what does she call it? She's going to be upset that I don't remember. It's one of the things like a wagon. Oh, a a wagon. wagon. I've heard wagon. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things I have to think about before I say out loud, like umbrella or cement or insurance. You said that well, Trey. You didn't say umbrella. Because I thought through them before I said that. I have to say that about a cart, too, because I want to, I just default to buggy. Go get a buggy. My mom would always say that. Go get the buggy. Or like, so that's like, and then also like the remote or the clicker or the, you know, that one's yeah. another one that has a bunch of. Remote. Yeah. Channel right. changer. Well, <laughs> channel right. changer. Pass the channel changer, Trey. Hogging the channel changer hogging. every day. Always hogging it. Pass it over. All right. Let's pass it over to someone else, shall we? Someone with some online reviews. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> review that review. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you a review, break it down, and rate the impact of the review on a scale from zero to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we like to call... Assess that kvetch. And what have you got for us today, Chelsea? Well, 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 looks like another trip down the Yelp lane. So today's review topic, I want to give credit to friend of the pod, Thomas B, who slid into our DMs with a suggestion that this particular location might be ripe for content. So what is the location, you ask? It is the Golden Girls Kitchen, Mm. located in Los Angeles. Actually, I think it's technically in Beverly Hills on Bedford. And this is it supposed to be... Have you gone to any of these places, Trey? Like, I went to the Seinfeld experience and it was like really cool because it was like you were in Jerry's apartment and you saw like all the cereal boxes and or they had like that couch where George like had that famous pose or they had a pole that said whatever. They had like all these like fun Seinfeld things. And these are popping up all over the place. Like these sort of temporary restaurants or you know show nostalgia have you ever been to any of these no but when i did the warner brothers studio tour it ends with like a picture of the cafe of friends with the orange couch and you can take a picture central perk yeah so i sat on the couch but no okay but i've heard of these golden girls i've heard of the golden girls kitchen so it's you buy a ticket it's it's put together by a company called bucket listers okay and with this specific experience the golden girls kitchen it costs 49 dollars a person okay mm-hmm. each ticket includes a 90 minute reservation at the golden girl kitchen mm-hmm. your choice of a golden main and a slice of cheesecake of course of course right and there'll be additional sides beverages etc that you can purchase there So they're really marketing this event as like, if you love Golden Girls, you got to come here. Okay. That's that's like how they're setting it up and whatever. So this is Hector K's one star review of the Golden Girls Kitchen from Yelp. Perfect. I came here in spite of the reviews. Oh. I'm here now as I type. And I can say the two star average rating as of now is generous. Mm. This place is a sad disaster. It's obvious that the people behind the pop-up don't know the Golden Girls (gasps) and or don't care about the show and brand. Yes, 
The food is barely edible. (gasps) Just barely. But I wasn't expecting fine dining. I came in for an immersive experience, as advertised, Mm -hmm. into the revered show. And that was the biggest letdown. The decor is lazy. (laughs) A half-assed reproduction of the show's kitchen and one of the bedrooms surrounding the dining area is all there is to see here. The sidewalk slash patio section is the Lunai, and the bar is called Shady Pines. But there's no ambiance to either of them whatsoever. And while there are episodes of the show playing on mute, on TVs (laughs) in the dining room, the very loud music is completely incongruent. Mm. I'm typing this to the tune of ONJ's physical and Gainer's I Will Survive. And other than a haphazard neon sign by the bar and a printed banner randomly placed next to a dining booth, there is nothing in the place that identifies with the show. The staff are kind and present. They're doing their best. But I can't help getting the feeling that nobody involved in this project really knows what they're doing. Hmm. It's clear that the kitchen in the very name of the pop-up is not run by anyone ever involved in a kitchen before or know the show at all. Nostalgia makes all of us pay handsomely for experiences that recreate the good times of our youth. That is fine and expected, but this pop-up is so lazily and shoddily put together I find it irresponsible and borderline abusive to charge over $50 a pop when there is almost nothing here that commands the price. The food is not good. The ambiance is completely amiss. And your nostalgia will not be satisfied by this poor attempt to capitalize on a loved and missed show and concept. I said almost because the cocktails were really stiff and the wine they sell is better than average, but these are items you have to pay for in addition to the experience rate. One last note. When the checks for my drinks and sides came, $8 for three cheese balls, come on! I was given an NRA-branded pen in the shape of a bullet to sign the check with. If there was any doubt that the people behind the (laughs) pop-up do not know the Golden Girls at all, (laughs) this poetic piece de resistance to an embarrassingly sorry excuse for a themed restaurant was all I needed to confirm. If you're a casual fan, you'll find absolutely nothing here to remind you of the show. (gasps) If you're a hardcore fan, you will be sad and possibly enraged at the audacity of using the name and brand of the Golden Girls in such a disappointing way. Avoid at all cost! And then Hector did include a photo of the NRA pen (laughs) with the, like, check. It's funny when you said that, I was like, what is NRA? 
and then, then you said the bullet pen. I was like, oh my god, yeah. the NRA. Right, the NRA. And then it says, you know how you can like write a subject underneath photo? So mm-hmm. it says embarrassing and then in parentheses it says check whited out for privacy purposes. <laughs> Hector. <laughs> oh Hector. Gotta love him. All right. So it's funny you chose this today because literally last night on okay. my Instagram, yeah, one of my friends posted like seven photos for their <gasps> birthday. They made a reservation at the Golden Girls Kitchen. Stop in it. Los, in Los Angeles. And it was not it was not friend of the pod, Thomas B. No. <gasps> oh my goodness. Well, it's swimming in the ether. But I was looking through the pictures and I yeah. even thought that's like a really lazy kitchen. And then the the com- oh, the comforter of the bedroom like was like wasn't even made. Like it was so sloppy and the wallpaper like it looked really two dimensional and bad. Like shoddily put together. That I was even sort of like, oh. Which really comes across here in Hector's review. Right. I mean, it's interesting. I, I feel like because you mentioned at the beginning that it's by bucketlisters.com. Like, right. this is an organization that's creating many of these experiences Bucket based list on... experiences. Right. Because I would imagine if, if I were in this company and I were like, okay, what who do we know will work? But I don't have firsthand experience with. It would be Seinfeld. I've never seen it. And you're talking right. about the couch thing with whoever. Like, George. I don't know what that means. Also, right. like, if it was like, I'm going to make a Walking Dead experience. Like, I've never seen the show. I have no idea. Right. But I, I, that's why I really loved how Hector ends with, if you're casual, you're not going to see anything from the show. Right. If you're a hardcore, you're going to be offended. Like, right. Right. like, I think that yeah, really. Yeah, because I think I'm very casual when it comes to the Golden Girls. Like, I watched it with grandparents, like, in the background, but I was very young and I didn't really understand what was happening. And yeah, I, I wasn't then someone that, like, in their adulthood did the, like, deep dive back in, which I have a lot of friends that have. And then, there is an entire subculture of people that really love the Golden Girls. Obviously, Betty White, rest in peace, was an icon. Did she die? What? Yeah. Did you not know that? She like missed her hundredth. They were supposed to do oh like her hundredth birthday I celebration. About that. And then she died like right before. But they had they had like some of the footage. Oh my god, I completely day. forgot about that. Yeah, they had some of the footage, so they like put it in a documentary. I feel like something horrible happened in the world, right? Like the next day. I feel like it got overshadowed by something. I, I mean, well, well, it was the, it was New Year's Eve. So David and I binged Golden Girls during oh, the you did. very beginning of the pandemic. Okay. And it is really it does still hold up. Like Yeah. I think it I think there's a subculture of homosexual men that love it because they were yes. like independent women that like had a self-made friendship family and there's something identifiable about that also it was written by a lot of gay men and it w- they tackled very progressive issues yeah but comedy wise i think it is like the gold bar of sitcom writing i mean it is literally one two punch every third line all of yeah. those women were like so skilled and they all had very different rhythms and very different like set up structures like it really is genius like Like, a nice like symphony of comedy oh my god i mean it's like you just can't nothing will ever be like that again and it still stands up like i love lucy is like my jam that's like what taught me everything in life but i go back and i watch it and it feels very period i think like the golden girls still felt feels very current i mean it is outrageous to to 
see that. But right, it's also funny that Hector is writing it during while the experience. they're there. <laughs> It reminded me of when we read the review from the hotel while we were inside yes. the hotel. Like it was crazy. I'm but... here now, and this yeah. is a sad disaster. <laughs> I wrote down sad disaster because that's the most horrifying way to describe being inside yeah. that Miami kitchen. I mean, that's so horrible. I just love. I just this one was in is the L.A. location. No, no, the show takes place in Miami, so I was saying that uh, Miami. Oh, kitchen. in that Miami kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. But like the whole thing was so good. I just, I read a few other reviews, but I really liked the way Hector took us through the experience. And there was something about him being there at the time, like made him feel like he was a field reporter. Like I'm on the ground inside, you know, the golden girls kitchen, something that really stuck out to me. Mm -hmm. And, and like, yeah, no, this just stuck out to me. So we have Golden Girls playing on the TVs. Muted. But we have the TVs muted. And then we're, pa- we're playing music from the time period that the show had aired that has nothing to do with thematically the theme of the show. Like, why wouldn't we just play the, sh- the show unmuted? That seems like the easiest thing in the world to do. Yeah, it... it- Honestly, when you started to go into that part of the review, I started thinking, like, what would the background music be? Like, I don't even like, I don't know what wouldn't be. But it doesn't need to be music. It could literally just be like screens everywhere. Everybody's watching episode 402 or whatever it is at the same time. And like, it's just running the Golden Girls as background. It reminds me of, and I know that this was culturally happening all over the United States of America, but my experience was Splash, Gay Bar, and Manhattan would have a musical Monday, and they just had tons of of famous Tony Award musical performances. Like, you know, it was like a whole evening montage, basically. Like, that's what you would should have at the Golden Girls. It should just be like, it doesn't even have to be full episodes. It can be like the most famous sections in a mega mix that's playing all day. So everyone can quote along. Everyone can like, not like, let's get physical or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Not I will survive. Right. It seems. What? That seems. Now, knowing with the NRA pin, that makes me feel a little homophobic that they're playing, uh, I will will survive. They're like, what are these most offensively gay trope songs? Wow, 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 wow. Okay, I have a question here because Hector says they paid over $50, but the price is $49. So is Hector including the fees? No, well, I think what they're saying is... Oh, after the add-ons. Yes. God, I wrote that down. I hate that. I hate anytime there's like higher quality products after something that you've, it's all inclusive and you're like getting, they know you're going to go for it. Like that's why the wine was more expensive. And then it's like plus $5 or whatever. Well, that's what really like struck me about Hector's narrative here is that there's something that's really, um, it's actually like skin crawly about recognizing in the moment that you've been duped by an organization that's like targeting you knowing that like they'll get you in the door, but then there's like no, nothing behind the door. Like, I think that's why it's so strong. What's behind door number one? That Hector is writing it in the middle of being there because it's like, Oh, this is just a company that's producing these things, but they have no one on the team doing field research to like give diehard fans or even casual fans, like something meaningful. Like, 
That's so I really weird. like that they pointed that out because I think that like that really encapsulates everyone that would come to this. Like I'm not a diehard Golden Girls friend fan, but I'm sure I have friends that are. And if somebody was like, do you want to go to the Golden Girls kitchen? I would say yes. Yeah, why not? Right. Right. Because I would think it's enough of a cultural zeitgeist type Correct. thing that there's going to be something there that is going to be fun. or I'm going to recognize it like it's going to be a good time. Like I would think it's going to be a good time, even if I wasn't someone that like was going to be, you know, sometimes you go to things with people and they're like, they should have done this. And they're so picky because they're such a diehard fan. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to point that out. Like even right, I'm not being the, like annoying here because I'm a diehard and I'm never going to be pleased. Exactly, Hector's saying like there's nothing. like even your average person that watched the show a couple times with their grandmother would be dis- like would be disappointed. But yeah. if you're a fan, you're going to be like offended and devastated. I really like this review. I like this review a lot too. I do think it's truthful. I don't even. It doesn't even really come off as shady. Maybe like if we're getting into like a little bit of stereotyping about what an NRA member would look like and what their political leanings would maybe like maybe I don't know if that's I guess but that's not even the point that Hector's making. They're just saying that like (laughs) you're like you could take the out like Trey and I went to a podcast convention and we gave out these pens with crowns on them. Right. Like it's yet another opportunity to be branding towards what you're doing. Even the check is an opportunity to be doing that. So to not have like a golden girls pen or like, Oh, I got the Sophia pen. Like it could be a free giveaway or something like that. Like to not use that opportunity to do it and to instead do something that is completely not aligned with the show or the message of the show is Correct. crazy. I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. And I do know from my friends Instagram where they're saying like one neon sign connection to the show. Right. It's like there's one wall where they have an illuminated. Thank you. Thanks for being a friend. Uh-huh. But even that is sort of like, oh, but you can just go online and have that made like it. It all feel it did feel sloppy and looking at my friend's Instagram. So sorry about that. Yeah, but, I mean it feels um, very exploitative yes. on behalf of the bucket listers or whatever because it just feels like let's just give the kids that live on Instagram and just want that one moment of that one wall and that one photo just to say, I went and did the thing. And then in terms of everything else, as long as we have like something that the kids can take an Instagram, the experience itself can be empty. Yeah. Right. And that's so gross. It makes me not want to go to any events that are thrown by this company. Yes. I'm feeling an impact there as well. I also wanted yeah. to point out how Hector says, like, I was not expecting fine dining. Like, I'm not coming here right. actually for the kitchen part. I'm coming here for the Golden Girls. So, like, it's like I would anticipate this being like food you would get at a concession stand or something of the like, you know? Right, sure. Yeah. I, I, but I'm you're not really expecting sad. the food to be great, but you are exper- expecting the experience, experience to, be, to be, be. You're paying $50 for the experience. Right. You're not paying. $50 for like high end dining. Yeah. I'm grossed out. I think I could crown Hector. How do you feel? I feel pretty good about Hector. I'm, I feel pretty good about Hector. All right, let's do it. All right. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. And in an effort to be fair and not influence one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. The Queens are tabulating. 
After listening to feedback from hundreds of thousands of users, Clean Email designed the best way to clean out your email inbox while keeping your data safe and respecting your privacy. Clean Email works on any device and with all email service providers. With Clean Email, you aren't doing a one-off, one-time sweep of your inbox. You're automating your email cleaning tasks to keep your inbox clean going forward. Now, some of my personal favorite features include pause, mute, hello, block emails from senders who don't offer that little link at the bottom to unsubscribe, so annoying. Plus, never miss anything important because clean email sends summaries of all of the activities performed. Whether you're trying to achieve inbox zero or simply get rid of emails cluttering your data storage, use our code REVIEWQUEEN for 25% off at clean.email or go ahead and use that direct link in our show notes and you can start enjoying the pleasure of a decluttered inbox, honey. Time for school. All right. Trey's holding up four and a half crowns and I am holding up five crowns. I went with a full review queen for Hector, but I'm interested first to hear what Trey has to say and why he went with four and a half crowns for Hector. So, I really side with Hector here. I found them to be truthful and not really misleading or shady. I bought the narrative. The only reason I took a half crown away here is because I'm, I did want a little more details. And I realized this right in the conclusion I was just saying before crowning is like, I wanted more details about what the actual food was. I'm very clear that it's lazy decor. Hector does a really great job of painting that this is probably a money grab more than anything with integrity. But I was more curious to hear what the included things were rather than like all of the add-ons just for a Mm. more full rounded thing. And I know that's very nitpicky. I was very close to doing five, but Hector did a really good job exposing all of the deceit. And I wanted to know a little bit more about what was so bad about the food. The Uh, food itself. Especially since this is a 90 minute restaurant. Like I, you know, Hector was so overwhelmed by the experience that they didn't, they could have just done two more sentences about what was on the menu and like what was part of the eating proponent that was included in that $49 admission fee. Chelsea, why did you do five review queen for Hector? Ah, I went with a full review queen for Hector because I thought it was a really well-rounded review. It had good point of view. I loved that Hector was on the ground as our like, uh, you know, reporter. Mm -hmm. It really gave me a level of, you know, trust with Hector that I think is worthy of being a review queen. I, I laughed. There were definitely some laughs in there for me. And I think they really got a lot of really great points across. I do find it interesting that you took the half crown away for the reason that you did. And I'm wondering if there, you know, I'm still going with a review queen because I think that Hector deserves it. But I'm wondering if there's a little bit of bias coming from me because I did read a lot of the reviews uh. and one, two things. One, before you do the event, like part of the ticketing process is like you pick your food. Oh, like a wedding? Yeah. So like you you would know like as soon as you got to the, you know, if you ride Hector's review and you were like, screw it, I'm going to go anyway. You, you would still then go to the site and find out everything there immediately. Mm-hmm. But a lot of negative reviews did also touch on which Hector did not 
that like it was super lazy the food was like (laughs) sophia's lasagna you know what i mean like it was like very lazy what Mm. they did with the food so i agree i think hector you know could have brought that point to the table but other than that i was feeling very queenly about hector and so i'm 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 happy to crown hector review queen and if you're listening hector call in we'll give you a a beautiful gold review queen pen Woo! yeah congratulations hector c well i think the impact is that i would need to wait for a better experience but i still would want to go only because of my affinity for the show which is unfortunate yeah, but, you know but don't you think you've been saved by hector I, yeah i probably wouldn't i probably would like go hector's saying trey i understand i was you i am you i'm here right now I- i'm here right now yeah exactly <laughs> i'm peter trey don't do it don't do it sad disaster <laughs> it's a sad disaster from the inside well that was fun thanks chelsea via thomas yeah thanks thomas b for sliding into our dms that is my favorite way to find reviews so like thomas did if you have just a subject matter a uh product anything that you're like you don't even want to do the job yourself you're just like review queen why don't you dig in there for me slide into our dms and let us know we're always looking for new things to explore so thank you so much thomas b for that great contribution and thank you hector for being a queen Woo. Woo! All right, we've reached the most regal portion of our show. Trey, who are you inducting for? My Royal Highness. All right, well, today I am going to induct on behalf of one of our listeners who slid into our DMs to share one of their inductees. A good listener named Steph suggested that we induct something that I am incredibly knowledgeable about. Which is? As I pull up the Wikipedia over here. Steph has <laughs> inducted the New York basketball team, the Knicks. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we're very knowledgeable on all things sports here. So, um, the Knicks, which is short for Knickerbockers. Oh, okay. Which I don't know what a Knickerbocker is. What's a knickerbocker? I don't, I don't know. Is it like a pant, pants? Is it pants? Yeah, loose fitting trousers gathered at the knee. Oh, maybe that's what they used to wear. Okay, like maybe what basketball p- players used to wear, like knickerbockers. So the so Steph Sports? Steph is inducting the Knicks for um, the Royal Highness, and I'll share with you that it is an American professional basketball team in New York City. <laughs> They compete in the National Basketball Association as a member of the Atlantic Division of the Eastern Conference. They play their home games at Madison Square Garden, an arena that they share with the New York Rangers, which is a hockey team. And, um, oh, this is interesting. They are one of two NBA teams in the city of New York. The other one is Chelsea. The Nets. Yes! The Brooklyn Nets. And then also alongside the Boston Celtics, the Knicks are one of two original NBA teams still located in the original city. In the best city in the world, she says from LA. Because I do know this because I think my mother-in-law is a fan of the Nets. That They were the Brooklyn Nets, but now... No. Or they were... They were the the Jersey Nets. And now they're the Brooklyn Nets. Right, and they've switched over. I think it was Jersey. That's right. So Yeah. And... um. 
Um, I'm not sure why we're inducting them. I, I guess maybe they like made the playoff this year. So congratulations to the Nets. I know not, not I don't Nets, consume not the Nets. Or the Knicks. Sorry. <laughs> I'm actually not trying to be the stereotype. I just I really don't follow basketball. <laughs> and I'm sure that something wonderful has happened. And even if it hasn't necessarily yet, I would on behalf of Steph, I want to induct the New York City Knicks mm-hmm. because the New York City Knicks dancers actually performed at my husband's bar mitzvah. <gasps> Stop it. Even though he had zero interest himself. Oh my himself. God, that's amazing. I love that. But David's parents got a hookup with someone who was in charge of that's the New York City so Knicks. Funny. And so the Knicks City dancers came and performed. And David's <laughs> bar mitzvah theme was Broadway musicals. And every table was wow. a different musical. That so he didn't right. care at all. <laughs> but the Knicks, you know, with Broadway. But here we go. Truthfully, I know that many people in the world get so much enjoyment out of being able to escape reality and focus and cheer on sport teams. And I'm sure that the Knicks have provided lots of fulfillment and enjoyment for people that seek relief through sporting events. And so on behalf of Steph, uh, I am inducting the New York City Knicks for my Royal Highness. You did it. You got through it. <laughs> you did it. You're alive. You're here. Charles Oakley played for them. Isn't he a commentator? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. So um, there we go. Yes. Well, that was really fun. Thank you. Thank you, Steph. Thank you, Steph. That, actually, that was really fun to navigate. So yeah. please, if you want to <laughs> induct something that you have a sneaking suspicion that Chelsea and I will have no idea what it is, same with Kazam, let us down Shazam, and oh, you know all man. of that controversy and conspiracy theory talk. Yes. Here we are with the New York City Knicks, which um, we've inducted officially. Yeah. They're in the ledger. So thank you, Steph. Please slide into our DMs. Please call in. Just tell us what what is deserving of five stars. Certainly the Knicks were, and they've gotten them. <laughs> they've gotten them. I did literally print the Wikipedia. because I love it. There you go. You did so good. you did good. You did thank good. you. We did it, Queen. We that is it. another round on the RU and RQ. Pom pom Knicks. Go Knicks. <laughs> K and I C K S go Knicks Ferris Wheel of Life. Broadway. Thank you for being a friend. Driving right what, what is it? Driving down the road and back, back again. again. My heart is true. You're a pal and, and a, a confidant. <laughs> And if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from me. Oh, yeah. And the card attached would say, thank thank you you for being a queen. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. Be like the Golden Girls. And if you didn't like what you heard, be like the Golden Girls Kitchen. <laughs> and tell an enemy. If you have zero friends and zero enemies, but you'd like your chance to be featured on our show, then go ahead and leave us a review. You can do so on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podchaser. Also, we have made it super easy with a super cute link. Lovethepodcast.com slash the review queens. There's also a one-click link in our show notes below. It's easy peasy, beautiful. <laughs> Golden Girls. 
Yes. To support the production of our show, please visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate. Even a dollar tip is much appreciated. Thank you for being a friend and thank you for tipping a friend. Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com so you can stay up to date with all of the goings on in our queendom kitchen. Hit up our voicemail box, one eight five zero review 0 You can also follow us, slide into our DMs on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I am at Trey Gerald. Now on today's After Show Pod, Chelsea and Trey are going to review a one-star trust pilot review for a company called EcoShield Pest control Uh (laughs) so to find out what made chelsea say okay this is a gross way of describing it but you know like the sleeve that's on a hot pocket and to find out what made trey say that's that sounds really cool chelsea then join our patreon page at patreon.com slash review that review to hear our weekly members only after show companion podcast Wait, wait, don't forget. Ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Of course. Bye. Bye. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by me with Voice of Her Talents by Eva Kamensky. Our cover art was designed by Logo Vora and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. It could have been worse. You could have said, like, Knicks, you know? The Knicks. The Knicks. Why would you name a sports team after pants? I mean, it was a really long time ago. I don't think they had, like, that much fun stuff to name after. I don't know. But that's not The Philadelphia team was the 76ers, which is, like, named after 1776. I mean, you know, there was not that much. uh, What is the Knicks mascot? I wonder if that's in the Wikipedia. Oh. Oh, I don't know. I mean, their logo looks like the Carrie the Musical logo. It's like a... No, that's the Miami Heat. Never mind. <laughs> it looks like... Oh, right. Uh, the uh, Knicks mascot. is like a basketball. Yeah, I was going to say, mascot? I think it's like literally a basketball. I but don't think they have one. Like a person Oh, wait, no, they do. It looks like it's a dog. But that, that seems like sense. that might be like newer. There's a Logo Knicks and dog. uniforms. Father Knickerbocker. Oh, oh, was it named after somebody, not the pants? No, the first logo of the New York Knicks is of a character named Father Knickerbocker. Oh, I dribbling see a basketball. Father Knickerbocker. Hmm. But what about now? Now it's a dog brought to you by Chase. Oh, these corporations, they're just <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, I know. Ah, sports.